Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Soundprints for the week of October 23, 2016. ACB Families is having its membership drive again this year. When you join ACB Families between now and November 30, you'll be entered into a drawing that could add to your holiday fun this, this season. Families is giving away not one, but two $50 Visa gift cards this holiday season, and the winners will be two lucky people who join Families for 2017 by November 30. ACB Families dues are just $8 for one year. Make checks payable to ACB Families and mail to Adam Rushevel, Treasurer, ACB Families, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. The fall board meeting of the American Council of the Blind was held this weekend, October 21 and 22, at the Nugget Hotel and Casino in Reno, Nevada. Reno is the site of the 2017 ACB Conference and Convention. My husband Adam and I have certainly enjoyed the food at the hotel this weekend, and he's joining me now to give you just a little idea of what to expect, both in variety and price, in terms of meals at the hotel this summer. Welcome, Adam. Well, thank you, Carla. And there certainly is a difference in price for food at the restaurants and the hotel compared to some of our previous conferences at other hotels around the country. There's a number of restaurants in the hotel. Uh, there's an oyster bar, there's a steakhouse, there's one called the Noodle Hut. Um, but the one that we've eaten at this weekend and the one that we uh, ate at most of the time when we were here in 2011 is called Rosie's. And years ago that would have been called the Casino Restaurant. Um, but Rosie's is a large restaurant, open 24 hours a day, that is off the casino in the lobby of the hotel. and fairly easy to find but Adam it sure has a lot of variety and it has very reasonable prices well this weekend so far we've eaten there several times and have tried to eat something different uh, to try everything out but everything is so good you sometimes want to go back to something that you've had before for instance uh, they have a very nice fish and chips and the fish is very good if you want to substitute a baked potato for the french fries, you can do that. They have a very good spaghetti and meatball dinner, and I tried that and liked it very much. Uh, you can always get breakfast food anytime in there. And breakfasts are outstanding. They certainly are. You can have, um, for instance, eggs, potatoes, bacon, or some other meat, and then um, you can get toast with that and other types of breakfast food, omelets, and so on. So they're, they're very good. Yes, and they also have pizza. They have sandwiches. Um, they had steak. Uh, you can get a steak and egg breakfast. And what else? It's, it's something like about 
$14 or something for the steak and egg? I tried the steak and egg uh, meal, and yes, it's a very nice piece of steak, uh, nice size, and tastes very good. And just for $14 and in a hotel, that is outstanding. Well, we just had breakfast, um, three eggs, bacon, a very generous portion of bacon. There was hash browns and toast, and uh, the two of us ate for about $21. In a hotel, you're lucky if you get one meal for $21, let alone two. It's a very, very reasonably priced restaurant. They even had real fried chicken, chicken that is not just some chicken patty or whatever, but um, I had a three-piece chicken dinner with fries and slaw the other day, and I think it was like $9.95. It is just really reasonable. Back to the breakfast, Carla. I remember several years ago eating breakfast at a hotel in Washington, D.C., and for a, a cup of coffee and a, and a pastry, I think it was something like $13. The food here is very, very reasonable. The, the cost of actually being at the convention, your cost for meals per day, would be much less. And we thought you would be interested in hearing a little bit about that because oftentimes the, the just managing to be able to eat at a hotel, especially if you're attending the convention on a budget, can be a real problem. This year, uh, you don't have to go out the hotel to get some very reasonably priced food and lots of choices. You don't have to eat the same thing all week. I was going to add as well, Carla, that you can go out of the hotel if you want to, and that's fine, and there are places around. And, of course, Carla, won't we have the ACB Cafe, and, and don't they have buffets or something here as well? Um, yes, there is a buffet, a rotisserie buffet in the hotel. When we were here in 2011, I don't think that that buffet was open during the week for lunch, but it is now, and um, the buffet is $9.95 um, for lunch. And, of course, it's a little bit more for dinner and on weekends, but through the week that gives you another meal option as well. Well, thank you, Adam. We, uh, we very much appreciate the information. We don't just eat all the time at board meetings. We do a lot of work and have a lot of business that's taken care of at our fall board meetings. And I'd like to share with you uh, some of the items from the agenda for the board meeting just to give you a little glimpse of what goes on uh, in the fall at, uh, at these annual functions. On Friday, October 21, the board began meeting at 2 o'clock and met until 6.30. And the purpose of that meeting was to uh, have a strategic planning exercise that is a preliminary activity to a much more involved strategic planning session that will be held in 2017. The real work of the board began on Saturday, October 22, at 8 a.m., there was a breakfast for the board members and their spouses. Many spouses do attend the fall as well as the mid-year board meeting. And then at 9 a.m., the formal board meeting began with a roll call, the uh, review and approval of the Saturday agenda, the approval of the minutes from the previous board meeting, and the ratification of several votes that were taken by email on a number of topics. 
The next subject was the convention report given by Janet Dickelman, the ACB convention coordinator. And for your information, the convention committee also comes to this fall board meeting and they are heavily involved in much of the planning that will be so important to the operation of a smooth convention in July. Janet talked about updates for the 2017 convention here in Reno. She gave some information about the 2018 convention in St. Louis and the 2019 convention that will be in Rochester, New York. There was a 2017 convention budget overview as well as other topics that were discussed. Kim Charlson's President's Report included several different topics and reports and among them were the uh, report from the World Blind Union given by Kim and Mitch Pomerantz, ACB Immediate Past President and member of the World Blind Union Com Executive Committee. The voting task force was uh, discussed by Jeff Tom, the first Vice President of ACB from Sacramento, California. Under staff reports, Eric Bridges of the Alexandria Area Office reported on the IT infrastructure, video and social media updates, the guide dog and audio description surveys, potential work with a number of other companies, and there were other staff reports as well, such as one given by Tom Tobin, the Director of Development for ACB. The Minneapolis Area Office report was given by Nancy Becker and Lane Waters, and they talked about uh, the transition of a number of the positions in the Minnesota office, um, a new payroll conversion program, uh, some other new software that's been put in place, and timelines for certification uh, that will take place in 2018 uh, for the certification of membership and affiliates. Michael Garrett, who rotated off the ACB board this past summer, attended the board meeting because he is the executive director of ACB Enterprises and Services, the subsidiary corporation of ACB that operates our thrift stores, and he reported on the status of that fundraising arm of the organization. There was an executive session that lasted about two hours. That session always happens through lunch. The board doesn't get a break for lunch. The food is brought in, set down on the table, and we go right on with our business. I gave the treasurer's report which included updates from the August financial and also a report about the ACB mini mall and the new products that we're going to be offering with ACB logos in the near future. Dan Dillon of Nashville, Tennessee, one of the new members of the ACB board, gave the report of the resource development committee and that included such activities as the summer auction, uh, the walk, the Angels page, and many other activities in the resource development arena. I gave a report on the holiday auction. As part of that report, I also discussed the upcoming ACB Radio holiday auction. Jeff Bishop, another new ACB board member from Tucson, Arizona, talked about ACB Radio and ACB Link, the iPhone app that we hope all of you have acquired by this time. And Ron Brooks of Phoenix, Arizona, the representative from the Board of Publications to the ACB Board of Directors, gave the Board of Publications update. Toward the end of the meeting, 
we had board elections for such things as the board representative to the PR committee, board representative to the credentials committee, the board representative to the membership committee. The board also elects the budget committee and the executive committee at the fall board meeting. Progress updates were given on implementation of the ACB strategic plan and our goal groups reported that included the strategic planning groups 1, 2, 3, and 4. So as you can see, we had a very full day and the meeting lasted until around 5 to 5.30 in the afternoon. If you come to Reno next summer, you will discover that you too can attend part or all of the board meeting to see what the board is doing and to learn about what's going on in ACB. The, the board meeting next summer, the pre-convention board meeting, will be held on the first Friday of the convention and President Charlson announced that it will begin at 2 p.m. That board meeting is open and we hope that all people who attend the ACB convention will feel free to drop in and listen a little or listen through the entire session and find out more about the business of ACB. October is almost over and that means that we are all starting to think about the holidays and shopping lists. We try to bring you information throughout the holiday shopping season about new and interesting products that you might want to buy for yourself or for friends. One of our regular guests this time of year is the National Braille Press from Boston, Massachusetts. NBP specializes in inexpensive hard copy Braille and electronic Braille books. Cassell Wilson and Tony Grimma are with us on page two to share details about cookbooks, children's books, and technology books that are either currently available in their holiday catalog or that will be available soon for purchase. The phone number for the National Braille Press is 800-548-7323 and the website is www.nbp.org. You can order either by phone or online. The Kentucky Council of the Blind invites everyone to participate in a Kentucky Paradise at our 43rd Annual Conference and Convention, November 11 and 12 at the Ramada Inn North in Louisville. Deb Lewis, president of KCB, chats with us on page three about plans for the convention. The interview was recorded live at the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Roundabout on October 14, so you may encounter a bit of background noise. The convention mailer and pre-registration form are in the mail. If you would like more information or to pre-register by phone using your credit card, call us at 502-895-4598. And on page four is the Sound Prince calendar. Page two. National Braille Press has long been known for their um, books and other items that are low cost, reasonably priced, and of interest to many, many people throughout the blind community. I'm a particular fan of their tech books. They also have great cookbooks and other items. And with me today is Cassell Wilson. This is her first time on Sound Prince, so you're going to meet her, and also Tony Grimma, who's been a guest on Sound Prince several times in the past. Welcome, Cassell and Tony. Thank you. Thank you. Let's begin by 
just talking about Cassell, maybe some of the new um, products, new books, and uh, interesting things that are out that people um, might be interested in, in, in getting for the holidays or for themselves, just a special little treat for themselves or for someone else. So tell us about new things coming up. Okay, uh, sure. We have just put together our holiday catalog, and we have a mixture of new products, everything from books for young children or early readers all the way through to things you can buy for yourself, like the new quotes book. We have Sunday morning quotes. Um, and then we have reference books, like new technology books, both a combination of updating existing technology books for iOS 10, as well as some completely new technology books. could give you a few examples if you'd like. Oh, please do. Okay. Well, in terms of updates, we have iOS 10 without the I, which is a Jonathan Mosen book. So that's been updated for the new iOS 10 operating system. We also will have coming at the beginning of next year the updated version of Getting Started with the iPhone for iOS 10, and that is Anna Dresner's book. Um, we also have the um, iOS 10 reference card, which actually is part of the holiday catalog. That's updated for iOS 10. That is an Anna Dresner product. Um, we also have some new Android products coming. We have Getting Started with Android, which is an Anna Garza book and that will be in the holiday catalog. And then she'll also follow that up at the beginning of next year with a few more companion products for Android as well. In terms of non-technology, we have the Sunday Quotes book, which is the last in the series, because you may recall we did one for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and now this is the Sunday one. And can you still That's purchase the others? Not all of them, but we are planning on doing a compilation. So now that we've completed the, the week, we are looking uh, to put together some sort of compilation product where, where someone will have all the quotes represented by all the days of the week. Mm -hmm. um, what is still available for past versions is Thursday through Sunday. Okay. Right. And how much and how much are those books? Those are nine dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have, for instance, we're going to be doing the new Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh, we hadn't planned on doing it, but we had so many of our uh, customers and readers call us and ask about it. So we're including that in the holiday catalog. That is uh, a play. It's not a traditional book format. It's in the format of a play and it's been getting a lot of interesting buzz from Harry Potter fans. So we decided upon request and so many requests to go ahead and put that into our holiday catalog. Cassell, do you know how many volumes that's going to be? I believe it's four volumes. Okay. So it's not quite as large as some of the past books. Um, that's right. Some of those Harry Potter books. Uh, we've read them all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you the... The further you got along in the series, the longer the book was. So, uh, yes, yes. And is that also going to be available in electronic format? It'll be available in BRF. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And so you can 
you can purchase either one, the Braille or the BRF. Uh, that's correct, yeah. Okay, all right. We also are coming out in this new holiday catalog with a new Spanish board book. It's called Sweet Dreams, huh? or in Spanish, Dulces Sueños. So we have also had a lot of people call and ask us for more early reader Spanish books. And so we're trying to incorporate a few more Spanish titles a year into our publishing plan. And this will be the first book that we add that is an early reader English uh, and Spanish children's book. We also have the new 2017 Peanuts calendar, and we have a uh, fifth Great Expectations book called Amazing Grace. Ah, okay. Tell us about that. Well, if you're familiar with the Great Expectations program, it's all about bringing picture books to life for blind readers. And this is the fifth book that we have done in this series. The book is about a young black girl who she goes to school and she finds out that they're going to do a Peter Pan play. And she knows right away that she wants to be Peter Pan. But people tell her that she can't be Peter Pan. One, because she's a girl, and two, because she's black. And the story sort of goes um, through her feelings about this and the encouragement that she receives from her mother and her grandmother and ultimately, she finds the courage to audition for this role, and she gets the role of Peter Pan. So this book is all about overcoming other people's expectations for you and for what you can do. This is also the 25-year anniversary of this book. It was a reading rainbow book. Um, and so we chose this book. It gave us an opportunity to explore everything from theater to improvisation to confidence, speaking in front of other people, to overcoming expectations. We're very excited about this book. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is that part of the Children's Book Club, or is that uh, just a, a standalone children's book that you can purchase separately? Well, the it is a part of the Children's Book Club. Any book that we select as the Great Expectations book okay. also becomes the Children's Book Club book for that month. So someone can either buy the book as a standalone purchase, they can get it automatically when they're a member of the Children's Book Club, or they can get the book and then go online to our website and see the nine different activities that we've developed to, uh, free activities that we've developed to go with this book. Oh, that's nice. Is that something new or uh, have you been doing that with other books? Well, actually, that's really the Great Expectations program in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Okay. We take, a book, uh, we take a book and we have a committee of blind parents, blind teachers, community leaders. We build activities off of the themes found in the book. And they're activities for blind children, uh, although we've also found that blind parents find them very helpful and useful as well. So for instance, with the Great, Ex uh, Great Expectations book, Amazing Grace, because she's applying for a part in the play, we reached out to George Ashiotes, who's actually a blind actor. And he, he uh, gives tips on how to act and, and work in a theater environment as a blind actor. 
or in the past we did a book called Iggy Peck Architect. We had a blind architect who who gave us insight into his work and how he approaches design as a blind architect. So each book has nine different activities that sort of play off of themes within the book. I would encourage anyone to check it out. It's a, it's a great program. Okay. Sounds wonderful, both for um, you know home use, and it could also be very useful, I should think, in the classroom. It would be great for uh, for use in a classroom with a group of children. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, while we're on the topic of children's books, um, there may be some people listening who are not familiar with your book club. The children's book club has been around forever, but there's always new people uh, who are coming into the blindness and visual impairment arena. There's also um, people who may have known about it in the past but have kind of forgotten about it. So tell us how the book club works and, um, and, and how people can become part of that. Sure. I'm going to give you to Tony to, to answer this question. Okay. Yeah, the club has been around for over 30 years now. Yes. Uh, what we do is we put out a picture book for kids in a print braille format so that parents and kids can read together. Sometimes they're called twin vision books. Um, we do one per month, and if you join the club, there, there are several ways to join the club. You can uh, join it for a year for $100, and you get a book, 12 books, one per month for a year. You can also join for six months for $50. Or you can just sign up to receive the notices about the books, uh, and you, there's no obligation to buy. We'll just send you a flyer or an email whenever a book is available, and you can make a, a decision if you're interested in that book. But all of the books are picture books for kids, and they usually go from age uh, three or four to up to about 12, although some of the books we do, um, like Amazing Grace, or some, like we did a very popular one called The Day the Crayons Quit, which a lot of adults have bought as well because it's just hilarious and really, really funny um, and very clever. So, uh, so a lot of the books that we do as well are, you know, go much higher than just 12 mm -hmm. or 13. Um, so that's the that's the club in a nutshell. And I should mention too that we also have coming up um, our holiday sale uh, for all of the book club books. So between probably next week and uh, December 31st, people can order from a pre-selected list of books that were in the book club, uh, and they can buy either, uh, they can get, if they buy three books from the list, they can get the fourth one for free, or they can buy two books and get the third one for half price. So we'll be doing that sale throughout the uh, rest of this year as well. Mm -hmm. It's a nice way to stock up for mm -hmm. either the holidays or, you know, build a little bit of a library for yourself, too. And and so that begins around the end of October? <clears throat> it is, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it will, the flyer will mail out um, uh, the end of October, like next week. Mm -hmm. uh, and runs through the end of the year. Cassell, let's mm -hmm. go back to the tech books for just a little bit. In addition to the iOS books and the Android books, you have some other interesting things. Do you still have the book? I think Judy Dixon wrote the book on um, taking pictures with the iPhone. Is that is that book still available? That book is not still available, but uh, Judy is writing a new book for us. Okay. It is. She's currently writing it right now. 
it won't be in the 2016 holiday catalog, mm -hmm. but we expect it to come out around the end of the year. And it's about reading books with the iPhone. Oh. And she covers a lot of different apps that can be used to read different types of content, whether it's human voice narrated or synthetic speech narrated or uh, Braille on your iPhone. And it's a, a very interesting book. So she has that new book in the works. Mm -hmm. We also have a book called Anyone Can Play. That's um, blind gamers, and they've put together their favorite accessible iDevice game apps so to tell you what works uh, and, and, and what it takes to win different games. So we have that. In terms of new products, though, the, the Reading Books with the iPhone book, that's just a working title. That's a new book by Judy Dixon. And then we also have a really cool book coming out, an Anna Dresner book. It won't be in the holiday catalog, but it will be coming out near the end of the year. It's called Computers You Can Talk To. Oh. And this is a one-volume book that compares the four most, uh, most well-known digital, voice digital assistants, so Siri versus uh, Microsoft Cortana versus Google Now versus Alexa, Amazon's Alexa. So she walks you through the, the different voice digital assistants that are available and sort of tells you what you can do with them, which ones are better to use in, in different circumstances, and gives you some recommendations for which one she thinks is best for, uh, for anyone, but especially mm -hmm. for another blind user. Mm -hmm. Sounds very interesting. That's one thing I like about NBP's selection is that your books recognize that things are really moving and changing and when you put out a book it doesn't mean that it has to be um, that it has to be uh, timely and up-to-date for 40 years to come you know it it's it's on what is happening now and when something changes like a new iOS version comes out then you're there to upgrade right along with the technology and that that to me has been very valuable um, on your book selection over the years. You also have those little reference guides that are so handy because in the past they've been the little half-size books. Whether they're half-size or full-size, the fact is they are just great to use when you just need to look up a command and you don't want to read 45 pages to figure out how to use mm -hmm. it. You just need the command. Yes. So it's wonderful. How about cookbooks? Do you have any new cookbooks you can tell us about? Sure. Before I get to the cookbooks, I'll just say one more thing. Okay. In addition to the books that I've told you about coming either in the holiday catalog or shortly thereafter, I will tell you we also have a, a new Jonathan Mosen book that is too early to even reveal what it's about, but I can tell you it's going to be very good. Mm -hmm. And we have even yet another Anna Dresner book that we're talking about um, that's just in the beginning uh, phases of planning. So mm -hmm. I would encourage people to to regularly look at our our catalogs and our flyers because we have not only what I've told you about, but we have other things a little bit further back in the pipeline that are really exciting. So we're going to 
continue to always be releasing new technology books. And so many people have iPhones and they're always wanting to know about new apps. And we were talking about a couple of things last week and somebody said, um, well, I'm interested in the Anna Dresner books. And they, uh, she said, I just, I like anything she writes. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, and she is a very popular writer. And I said, what do you like about how she writes and she said because she writes so that I as a beginner can follow what she does mm-hmm. I can follow what she writes step by step and it doesn't get over my head and and I think that that is very true her books are just excellent when it comes to taking you from the first step through ever how many little steps you have to take to get to success Mm-hmm. So they've and they have always been that way. So um, and, I'm and glad to know there's more coming. Oh, they're definitely and, and and one of the exciting things about her her new book, Computers You Can Talk To, mm-hmm. is that in addition to what you just said, they also give you an opportunity to explore technology that you might be thinking about. Right. Uh, you may be thinking, I want to get. Um, a, visual, uh, a voice digital assistant, but I don't know which one. Exactly. She will walk you through your options, and, and before you even make a purchase, you can get her feedback on what may or may not work for you. So even when you're in the exploration phase, she's giving you information to help you. So I would say look for this book. It's, it's going to be very, very excellent. Now back to cookbooks. We do have kind of a fun cookbook. It's called Dump Soups. <laughs> And the idea is easy meals, things you sort of open a package, open another package, dump them in together, and you have a meal. However, it's a little bit more healthy than cookbooks like this in the past have been. So it's not all canned soups. It's it's healthier ingredients. Mm -hmm. And that's our new cookbook for, for this holiday catalog. Is it available now? It is. Oh, good. Okay. I know what I'm going to need to order. (laughs) (laughs) What other cookbooks do you have in the catalog? Well, we have, um, let's see, we have 50 scrumptious recipes from (laughs) cooking.com. We have holiday recipes from Cooks Illustrated. We have recipes from My Home Kitchen by Christine Ha. We have healthy frozen meals, which is pretty popular. And I think we have one called Stir It Up. Yeah, we have Stir It Up, which is for younger readers or for children who are just learning to cook. Mm -hmm. Then we have 121 good eating tips. So you'll see we have a balance of things that are a little bit more healthy and things that are a little bit more gluttonous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, now do you have any crafts books? At all. We don't. Do you do no, those? We don't. No, we have a, cra- a craft section in the Our Special magazine. Yes. But we don't have a dedicated craft, craft book. book. Something yeah. I might yeah. need to, to think about. Yeah, I think that would be a, a really good area because people are always looking for patterns and things. And you think, oh, you can grab those online. But, you know, they are... A lot of times these days, um, they can be pretty um, graphic, pretty pictorial, and difficult to follow online. And um, I I would 
I would love to see some of those kinds of things added uh, to to the collection. I think it would be very popular. Well, that's great to know. I will definitely look for titles that can be included in the craft category. Right, and maybe some things, too, not especially, I mean, everybody likes the knit and crochet patterns, and our special has done those for a long time, but... Uh, but also maybe some other kinds of crafts that it would take some sifting and, and mm. to come up with things that you really could do without vision. But um, it would be really neat. It would probably be something that you would produce sort of like the um, technology books mm -hmm. that are produced, you know, in written by someone um, in-house or someone that, w that would write, you know, like Judy Dixon writes specific books. Um, it would be that type of thing because there's, I don't, you know, it's frustrating when there's a craft book at the end, um, at, you know, at, at just a, a regular craft book out on the bookshelf somewhere, and three-fourths of the things in the book or 80% of the things in the book really require vision. You can't do them and do them well. Uh, without vision, and and that that can be pretty frustrating. So it would be very interesting to have a book of of adult types of crafts, not just kitty, you know, first grade mm -hmm. stuff. That too, but um, but items that would be of interest for uh, for you know, say teens and up to to create without having to have vision. So. Yeah, absolutely, and and. The way we would approach it is exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. That's the type of book we we wouldn't look for a book that was already on the market and right. produced in Braille. We mm -hmm. would look for individual blind crafters mm -hmm. and ask them to create something mm -hmm. for our readers to write some directions. Absolutely. Some, yes. Well, you know, we're always looking for blind authors or individuals who maybe aren't authors but have other skill sets that they want to share and write about. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage anyone who has ideas to to email me. Okay. And how could they go about doing that? Well, my email is kwilson, that's W-I-L-S-O-N, at nbp.org. kwilson at nbp.org. Well, Cassell, we have really enjoyed this. I look forward every year to hearing about new things that are coming from NBP. Always I'm watching for things uh, to be announced and, um, you know, I'm glad that NBP always comes to convention in the summertime with, with lots of neat stuff. And uh, just really appreciate your time. And if there are new things coming out, when there's new things coming out, uh, we'll probably be calling you back and saying, hey, can you kind of preview this book for us? Oh, great. And thank you so much for letting us uh, speak with you. Page three. And I'm sitting out in the hallway with Deb Lewis. Deb is president of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. And we're going to talk to you for a little bit about the upcoming 43rd Conference and Convention of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Welcome, Deb. Hello. Good to be here this evening. 
Deb, we have a great convention planned. It's November 11 and 12 at the Ramada Inn on Zorn Avenue in Louisville. And we want to share some of the excitement with our listeners and invite everybody to come. So... Um, let, let's start out and just talk about some of the things that we're going to be doing. Uh, people are always interested in the food, so let's um, make them anticipate it just a little bit. And instead, let's talk about some of the topics that we're going to cover first. We're going to talk about rehab and, and, and a number of other things. Uh, health insurance, mm-hmm. and we'll be talking about your questions for the lawyer, and we'll have... Lots and lots of technology this year, mm-hmm. and uh, Friday will be filled with technology. Packed with technology. Packed with yes, technology. it will. And it'll be more individualized this year, so I think people will really enjoy it. Other years, you know, people have come up to a table and had to wait for somebody to help them, and then they didn't get much of much time on the on the devices they wanted to explore. And this year we're doing it differently where you'll get to sit down at a table and someone will come to you and and assist you with what you want to find out about. And there'll be more time because we're going to have a total of five hours, uh, three on Friday and two on Saturday for people to explore the gadgets and uh, magnifiers and... uh, Braille note devices. Take, note takers, mm-hmm. braille devices. Mm-hmm. Yes, it'll be great. Yes, and we know that everybody's going to want to see the new Orbit Reader, which is the new low-cost braille device, but we'll have others there, too. And um, it, I think it'll really be a great opportunity for people to really get their hands on some of the devices and figure out, you know, what, what will work best for me. You know, that, that will be their, their um, I, I think that'll be a really good thing. That part actually so we have two parts to our exhibit hall the technology part and the other uh, what we're calling the shoppers paradise because the theme for the convention is the kentucky paradise so um, so come and do your christmas shopping early mm -hmm. get some tupperware get some jewelry get some stop by my table for some handmade items uh scarves Mm -hmm. hats Mm -hmm. small tissue holders and Mm -hmm. A variety of things. Um, yes. The printing house will be in there, too. If you're looking for their products for for gifts or for yourself, they'll be in there with their lower-tech products in the exhibit area. So Avon, Avon will be there, as usual. She always has a lot of stuff. Yeah. So it's just going to be packed. There'll be more stuff, too, more more exhibitors as time comes along. Uh, VIP is going to be having a couple of raffles, so we want people to be sure, be and, sure and yeah. visit their table. Let's talk about some of our other speakers, too. Um, you mentioned the medical insurance. Lenore Yates is going to be with us again, and she always is talking about um, the changes in medical insurance that are coming up because, of course, our convention is right in the middle of open enrollment, and that's always a popular topic. The Ask the Lawyer session will be good. Um, we're going to be doing a session on recreation, and we'll have George Holiday by uh, Skype, by remote, and he's going to be talking about audible darts. And we haven't done a lot of darts in Kentucky, um, but it's a growing 
hobby, sport. It'll be fun to explore. It will. It really will. And maybe by next year at this time, maybe we'll have some audible darts. You never know, Deb, at Roundabout. I've tried it, and I liked it. I'd like to try doing that. that it would fun. be fun if we had some at Roundabout, wouldn't it? It would be. Yeah. Maybe we need to acquire um, an, a, a talking dartboard for for a Roundabout. Um, lots of other things, too. Tonight at Roundabout, Ben Wright brought a copy of that new book, I Can Hear You Just Fine, that was written by students at the Kentucky School for the Blind about their experiences at KSB. These are young people that participated in a project last year. And um, oh, yeah, they'll be at the convention. Yes, Darcy Thompson with the Louisville Story Program is going to be our speaker at our Friday night, um, at our Friday night dinner. Which, by the way, is going to be Mexican. Mexican, yes, Mexican. That'll be fun and different. <laughs> yes, and we we haven't done Mexican before at a KCB convention. So, and then we have our auction on Friday night. Um, our our um, ACB speaker is going to be Jeff Bishop. Jeff is a an information technology accessibility analyst with the University of Arizona. So he's going to be really talking to us a lot about technology and so on. Plus, he'll be our banquet speaker. So we just have so much planned. And Deb, you've been president of KCB now since 2013? Yes. Yes. And there'll be an election this year. Mm-hmm. So somebody else will become president. <laughs> yes, you term out. You have done a fantastic job as president, and I know that sometimes it get it, it surely must get a little old after you know it's it's like oh golly yeah. is this is this ever going to end? I'm glad it doesn't go to six <laughs> years. It's been a good four years. But I'm not sure I'd be ready to do two more years. And I'm very happy to hand it off to another very capable person, whoever that person may end up being. Well. You've certainly done a good job, and uh, you know one of the things that's really nice, really great about um, that you know you've got a really good president when they're always there and willing to help do and um, you know help help to to uh, encourage people and so on. And you have done exactly that. Thank you. I mean, just just really been a good spokesman for KS. For, K, for KCB. <laughs> um, well, I'm sure that we're going to have a good crowd. And please uh, come and enjoy the banquet. Oh, yes. On Saturday night. And we didn't mention the auction. We're we did have an not. We're going to on Friday night, people. And we're also going to have uh, funny dog stories. So Yes. Come the, and have some good laughs and, and you know, buy some fun things and hopefully things that will be very useful to you and Mm-hmm. And, and have a good time bidding on, on items. Our theme is, as we said, KCB, a Kentucky paradise. And our auction is called the Pennies from Heaven Auction. And there will be lots of good stuff there. And during the breaks in the auction, um, that's where people will be sort of competing. Uh, come with a good dog story, a couple minutes in length, and... The dog story that the that the audience votes to be the best, that person will win a prize. So that that should be a lot of fun, and there may be another contest or two in that auction as well. So 
that'll be a good, a really good time. Lots of fun things, like we said, the Friday night dinner is Mexican. Um, we will begin with a lunch this year uh, on Friday afternoon, right before the technology begins, and um, that will be at 12:30. And then also Saturday there will be lunch, and that will be the piece of pizza. No, let's see. The pizza pie in the sky lunch. So, <laughs> that's so during our working uh, yeah, during the yes our meeting during our the business, business meeting. meeting. Yes. So the pizza pie in the sky lunch, and of course, the banquet is named for Jim Shaw. Has to be. How could we have a banquet and not think about Jim, Jim Shaw? Shaw? So, given that this is a Kentucky paradise, it's the Jim Shaw Garden of Eaton banquet. And uh, I think that fits Jim. <laughs> so, well, we sure hope everybody will plan to attend. Pre-registration, um, by the time you listen to the sound prints, pre-registration will be going into the mail. It should reach you by the end of uh, the uh, next week from when we're recording this. We're recording this on October 14. So you should have it by October 21. Read the information, get the form filled out, and you can either call us and register by phone with your credit card, or you can complete the form and send it back in with a check. And the pre-registration deadline is November 9. The convention is November 11 and 12 at the Ramada Inn North here in Louisville. The uh, overnight rooms are available at the Ramada for $80 plus tax, up to four people in a room. So it'll be a really good, really good convention, and we hope to see everybody. Thank you, Deb. You're welcome. Find books and more in accessible media with APH's free of charge Louis database. HTTP colon slash slash L-O-U-I-S dot A-P-H dot org. Locate accessible educational materials from nearly 200 different agencies. APH products and textbooks can also be located using Louis. New extended searching now available with free Louis Plus. Visit soon. HTTP colon slash slash L-O-U-I-S dot A-P-H dot org. Many book materials help Braille users jot notes quickly. Pull APH's mini-book Braille binder out of your pocket and begin to write on the mini-book slate in just seconds. Materials are sold separately so that you can choose the combination that's right for you. Call the American Printing House for the Blind, toll-free, 800-223-1839, or visit www.aph.org. Page 4, The Sound Prince Calendar. October 26, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will hold its next peer support group meeting from noon to 2 p.m. at the BCB office, 1093 South Broadway in Lexington. The speaker will be Sean Tibbetts, inventor of CyberEyes, a wearable device for the visually impaired. For more information, call the Bluegrass Council at 859-259-1834. On October 28, the Statewide Rehabilitation Council will hold its quarterly meeting from 9.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. at the Charles W. McDowell Center, 8412 Westport Road in Louisville. For more information, contact Jennifer Wright at 502-564-4754.
Also on October 28, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its last roundabout of the month, and this time it's a Halloween theme. Braille and iPhone tips will take place from 3.30 to 5, discussion time from 5 to 6, dinner will be 6 to 7, and at 7 p.m. we'll hear the War of the Worlds, have some popcorn, and celebrate Halloween. If you'd like to come in costume, please do so. There will also be cards and crafts that evening. For more information or to sign up, call 502-895-4598. On November 2, the Kentucky Council of the Blind Public Relations and Membership Committee will meet at 8 p.m. by conference call. The number is 605-475-6006 and the code is 294444. On November 3, the American Council of Blind Lions will hold its monthly meeting. Lions from around the country are invited to share ideas and ways to be involved in their local clubs. The time is 9 p.m. Eastern, and the number is 712-432-3900, the code 796096. On November 4, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its first roundabout for November from 3.30 to 10 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries. Call 502-895-4598 to sign up. November 4 and 5 is the 2016 Families Conference sponsored by the Kentucky School for the Blind and the Visually Impaired Preschool Services. It will be held on the campus of the Kentucky School for the Blind, 1867 Frankfurt Avenue in Louisville. For more information, contact Mitch Domke at the school by calling 502-897-1583, extension 0204. On November 6, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind committees will meet by conference call Advocacy at 7 p.m., Education and Technology at 8, and Activities at 9 p.m. all Eastern Time. Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. The Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, SAVVY, will hold its November meeting on November 9 rather than November 8 from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church in Owensboro. Please note that the meeting is changed to Wednesday rather than the normal Tuesday meeting date due to Election Day. The theme this month will be games, sharing, and more. For more information, contact Rick Bogus at 270-684-4418 or Bill Roberts at 270 270- Four eight five eight one seven zero. November 11 and 12 is the 43rd Annual Conference and Convention of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. The theme is a KCB paradise filled with workshops, programs, exhibits, food, and friends. Make room reservations at the Ramada Inn North in Louisville by calling 502 Eight nine seven five one zero one. Rooms are eighty dollars a night plus tax for up to four people in the room. Pre-registration is now open for the convention. Call five zero two eight nine five four five nine eight to pre-register by telephone.
November 13 is the ACB Families next conference call. The topic will be Accessible Online Games. This is a chance to share online games and fun ideas and apps. The call is at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and the number is 712-432-3900. The code is 796096. November 18 will be the final GLCB roundabout for November. For more information, call 502-895-4598. On November 20, the Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni Association will hold its board meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The conference call number is 605-475-6006 and the code is 294444. On November 28, the Guide Dog Users of Kentucky will hold a meeting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the conference line and at 8 p.m. that evening the Kentucky Council of the Blind will hold its November board meeting on the same conference line. The number is 605-475-6006 and the code is 294444. December 3 is Christmas with the Council. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, the Guide Dog Users of Kentucky, and Tri-State Library users and KCB Next Generation all invite you to share the holidays with us. Lots of fun for both kids and adults. $5 per person will include a homemade dinner, caroling, games, gifts, and Santa. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, for more information, call 502-895-4598. December 4 is the 5th Annual ACB Radio Holiday Auction. From 7 to 11 p.m., Eastern Time, live on ACB Radio. For more information, visit www.acb.org. On December 13, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, Savvy, will hold its Christmas party. Join them for dinner, a gift exchange, a $5 limit for the gift, and more. More details coming soon. The party will be at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.